Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Regresaron las más solicitadas de Los Ángeles, de los Estados Unidos. We are back. Are your girl Roxy and your girl Ruby? How you doing, comadre? I'm doing good. Hey, we both look nice today. We do. High yeah. five, verdad? Yeah. Like suficiente de que ya ya hay que hablar un show. Like late night with Ro with Roxy and Ruby. Right. Late night risque with Roxy and Ruby. Sí. Like seriously. Nos tienen que ver la cara. Right? Yeah, you know what? So we want to make sure that you guys are following us also on the Snapchat. No, not on the Snapchat, on the Instagram, Risque Roxy Ruby. Mm -hmm. Siganos, drop us a DM. So you guys can really put the face to the voice. That's really important. That's true. Right? That's so true you can be like, Esa Ruby tiene una voz que me bebe loca. What does she look like? <laughs> you know? Do you think my voice matches my face? I think so. But some people are thrown off, you know, because sometimes, I don't know, I always get when people meet me in person sometimes. I, your voice does not match your face. It doesn't? Okay, what is that supposed to mean? Right? What yeah, because, yeah, porque te escucha así como bien dura en, en, el, en tu voz. And then we meet you and you're like, you know. I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm cute. Yeah. It's because I got a facial today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Ruby, how Mommy. often do you get facials? Often. How often? Yeah, but not not less que te quitan las espinillas like with extractions. Mm -hmm. No, I've, I've I've got like two of them in my life. Yeah, but, but aren't extractions important? Like yeah, cuando estás un facial but también. But I exfoliate. Like I I, I you know I, I I'm on top of it. But lately, I've been getting a lot of like acne in this area, like on, around your mouth. I think it's hormonal because I no, stopped true. taking my uh, birth control. You know what? But that's good. If you want to have babies in the future, birth yeah. control, they say, I was on birth control back in the days when I was dating since my first boy. I was on birth control for 10 years straight. And <gasps> Me too. And that's I was I on it because it would regulate my period. Yeah, me too. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, it gained, made me gain weight at the beginning, but then after I found a way to get rid of it, and then my body kind of got used to the birth control that I was on, and then it started giving me headaches. And then after that, I switched to another one, and it like totally cleared up my face. Mm -hmm. But my mom was like, if you want to have kids one day, you need to get off birth control. Yeah, that's why a lot of uh, young women can have babies really fast. You know, yeah. it takes them a long time. How long have you been off? I've been off birth control, my gosh, for like, I want to say more than seven years now. So oh I'm, my so God. I wonder, though, if 10 years worth of medication will flush out in seven yes, years. Yes, I you think, think so. I think so. I mean, I've been up for six months. Con tanto colónico que mago, hopefully it's flushed out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to get that. Yeah, Comadre. Ruby, I'm, I'm going to take sick. you to my mom to get a colonics. You know what a colonics is? Es como que te meten algo por atrás y te... Sale todo. No, I mean, I know that sounds funny or, <laughs> or painful or funny or, you they know. They put water in weird, your behind. But it's really, a, it's a colon cleanse. And we I all. I don't like that feeling. Listen. Of like water, water, water. No, but it doesn't feel like that. It's something that you have to experience it in order to really judge the experience. Well, when you get a colonos colonoscopy, colonoscopy, I've gotten that. And that's when they put a camera up your butt, yeah, right? But you're like sleep. Oh, my gosh. No, you're this high. is actually. Believe it or not, an enjoyable experience. Mm -hmm. It is. I swear. <laughs> you got to like, you know, when you got to like, when when, there, when you self-insert the I speculum know into like your butt. Now, <laughs> no, not necessarily. No, seriously. 
colon cancer is on the rise, you guys. I know. So when you think about that, it's like, what would you rather go through a little uncomfortable situation right now and say, oh my God, a little bit of flushing of water or the doctor's like, you got colon cancer and then you're fucked. Oh my God, shut up. You know what I mean? So your mom does all this? Or? Yeah, she has her business in, in Riverside. She's had her clinic for 12 years and she actually got um, best colon therapist of the year throughout the United States. Oh my like, God. Like, es buenísima at what she does and she's very knowledgeable. Like, really, you know how our passion is communications? Mm-hmm. Her passion is detoxification and colonics. She's so wise in that area. I, I want her. you to go visit well, her. I met her, but I want to. I'm going to take you. To and we're going to make a video of your whole experience, okay? Uh, <laughs> Anthony's going to. Are you going to pay attention? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to be there. You're going to be there? <laughs> yeah. Anthony, you're holding like- my hand. <laughs> and holding a lot more too. You know what? Tú eres el amor platónico de Anthony. That's like he's never going to be able to have. You know, ese, you know, like ese amor platónico. Let me tell you something. When I saw Anthony at Amber Rose's party without a shirt, you were like, "Damn!" I was like, "How you doing?" <laughs> I, I told her, "I was like, you've been missing out, Ruby." <laughs> that's what he out. said. That's what he said. <laughs> no, well, check it out. Someone that's not missing out, and she said, "You know what?" Hasta aquí llegó is uh, Jennifer Garner. <gasps> Did you hear the news? Yeah. She's, yeah, she's filing for divorce. And, and they gave it a shot, you know, because they were separated and then they went back together. They tried to save their marriage. And now, you know. But they're saying that supposedly that the love of, of Ben Affleck's life was Jennifer Lopez. That after Jennifer Lopez, he hasn't been the same. I don't think so. Well, you know I what? I think she loved more. more. Well, no. They, she was saying that the love of her life, too, was Ben Affleck. Yes, yes. So, I mean, dang, but I don't know. Ben Affleck must be packing. <laughs> but then I think he called it quits with her. Yeah, and it broke her heart. Yeah, so I don't think, I, I just think he's a player. I don't think he's ever been, like, super in love with anybody. And, you know, I heard what he has. He has maybe a couple of addiction problems. I mean, at the end of the day, all of these things are speculations because yeah. this is why magazines and, you know, La Farandula stays in business because they're also speculations but what do they say si el rio suenas porque piedras trae exactly. it could be that he has some type of addictions and the women get fed up with it after a while who knows yeah. but yeah she's I mean at least she gave it a try she's a sweetheart I mean she is one of the nicest actress I've met I tell you I loved her yeah you interviewed her right yeah a couple she, of times oh yeah yeah she's not afraid to give you a compliment like she's just you know like a sweet soul I love people that aren't afraid to give compliments exactly because women you know in this business they don't give compliments yeah you know it's like one of those things where it, where compliments are free if yeah. you really think about it like a compliment costs nothing it takes a little bit of a e- little bit of effort but oh, there's so many things that you could compliment throughout the day to anybody if you want to and it's like la gente prefiere quedarse callada instead of like you know what like I love that lipstick color you're wearing yeah like what it doesn't cost anything to do it yeah and then I've noticed lately because I like I love to compliment people and people look at you like you're weird like what does she want and you're like nothing no you know like I, I texted know. a friend the other day just to say hello, and he was like, well, what, what do you want? Is there, or, is there, and I'm like, no, I just want to say what's up. Like, I don't want anything from you. Since when do I hit you up and yeah. ask you for anything? Yeah, a lot of people are. But like a that. lot of times, you know, do you ever sit there and go through your address book on your cell phone and delete contacts? I do that on Facebook, on my personal Facebook. No, I was doing that on my personal cell phone the other day. I was like, but what if talk- they call you one day and you don't want to answer and then you don't have a number anymore? That's why I save them. Well, you know what? There's people that haven't called me in a while. So I was just detoxifying my phone. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, though. I was detoxing my phone. I was like, I don't talk to this person. This person hasn't called me. I haven't called them. Like, it's what they're taking up space in my storage. Do you delete uh, messages from your exes or, you know? From like a, like a strong conversation that you had that broke your heart, do you delete that? Most Even with the, a girlfriend, most of the time, yeah. You know what? Most I, of the time, I, I do. used to do that, and now. Um, I wonder how that conversation went down because if I reread the messages, I'm like, I was so immature. How could I answer that? You know, and I took it completely different because I was younger at the time. So I wish I didn't delete a lot of conversations now. Yeah, that's you're, that's crazy. I do. I delete them when I'm like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to be reminded. I just I don't delete all messages or like I know people that delete their call logs every day. I'm like, every, they're hiding something. They must be hiding something. Because I'm like, who has time to delete their call logs every day? Somebody that don't want to get caught. 
Oh my gosh, Borrando y quién más? Huella. Katie Holmes and J Jamie Foxx are ready to go public? Yes. You know, the rumor has been going around for four years that they're together. I believe it. They have never confirmed it. Uh, I like Jamie Foxx. He is I dope. love his voice. Oh my gosh, I remember when his album... I think it was called Intuition came out. Unpredictable. Remember that album, Anthony? Yeah, it was a good album. Oh my God, because tonight we've done... Dun, 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 he's, dun, just dun, a dun. he's a complete artist. He's a great actor, singer, producer. He's funny. He's he has a teenage daughter. She's beautiful. Like, why not come out and be public? One day I'm going to come out and be public with my love life. So, One day. Okay, here's a question. If somebody is, not, like, if they're not making your relationship public for four years and you're in the celebrity world, does that mean it's serious? You know, that's a that's a good question. I mean, forget the celebrity world. Just the world in, just the relationship world, period. This girl wrote to me the other day on Snapchat telling me she's been with her man for, like, eight years and the family doesn't know that they live together. And I'm like, what? Who hides you for eight years? So speaking Did of that, visit her? we have um, a sexpert, relationship expert by the name of Shannon Colleary. She's going to be joining us. I'm our, so excited. Our about next it. segment. So yes. we're going to talk to her about, you know, why do certain people hide relationships for so long and they never want to be public about it? Or I don't know, unless you're somebody like Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod. But like, I think she's too public. <laughs> she's too public. But you I know, love her. I don't know. I, I'm a little bit on the fence with that topic because I've always, in all my relationships that I've had, I've only had three. I've always been private with them, and I enjoy it like that because yeah. I get to enjoy. I've never been public with anybody, period, ever in my yeah. life. So to me, that would be so weird. Because I'm a weird person. No, you're not. Ruby. <laughs> you're not a weird person. We're all struggling with our own battles. Don't oh, worry. Lord, I know. No, did you hear that Beauty and the Beast earned a billion dollars since it opened a month ago? Just one month. Already a billion dollars. I mean, you know Beauty and the Beast, the remake is good when you are an adult in your 30s and you want to go see it. Again. I, I want to go see it again. I haven't even seen it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did amazing. It, did it make you believe in fairy tales all over again? But No, because she's a strong uh, princess. She's the strongest and the eldest of the Disney World uh, princesses or whatever. And she's actually my favorite because she's very mature. And you'll see it. See it. I oh my gosh. It. I'm going to probably go see it tonight. Yeah. I'm going to make it. Is it like date worthy? Is it a date yes, worthy? Yes. 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 Take your man. You know. Watch oh the film. Oh my God. Get some popcorn. Cuddle. And you know what? The, um, yo creo que va a rebasar las otras dos películas que han roto record uh, worldwide. Titanic. Uh, earned 2.2 billion and Avatar 2.7. I love Avatar. Both from Avatar. James Cameron. I mean, that's crazy. Is James Cameron? He's married, huh? He is. He probably has a hell of a prenuptial agreement too. No, hombre, con tanto billete, you have to protect yourself. But he's lasted with this. I, I think it's uh, his second wife, right? Um, this uh, girl that was on Titanic. His third, oh, third wife. wife. Oh my God, there's a charm. Yeah, I haven't even started with one. See? I need to get to three. <laughs> 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 oh my god, great. and Emma Watson earned an extra fifty million fifteen million dollars. Yeah, so besides what they paid her, if the movie were to make seven hundred and fifty million, she was gonna get or more, she was gonna get fifteen million. Oh my gosh. On top of what she got paid. Dang. Already. Oh my god, I'm loving that. I can't That's a good manager right there. That's a good manager right there. Agent and manager. <laughs> yeah. Because it takes a team. It takes a village to, oh, yes. to create results like that. I, I was I was looking at some images on Instagram of Jennifer Lopez arriving to La República Dominicana. Va a tener su primer concierto. Um, fue el fin de semana pasado y or it's coming up, something like that. Pero it's at Altos de Chabón, un, un lugar adentro de Casa de Campo, which is like a resort in La República Dominicana. I went there for a wedding um, where it's like Mark Anthony tiene casa. All these people, big people have casas y tienen como yates. It's kind of like Star Island mm -hmm. vibe in Miami. But it's like, si tenés un lugar en, en, en este Casa de Campo, you got bank. So she's performing there. like, And it looks like an old, um, like, Mayan arena is it like a private event I think so I don't know if you have to have like membership to get in but oh yeah she's doing her first y llegó Jennifer completely strutting in style she was getting off the airplane she had both of her kids on her side her manager was in the background you know because I've always felt that about a manager if you're gonna be a manager like you don't have to be the one getting the attention no. you gotta be the one making moves for your client exactly you don't have to watching be out here the, and watching her back 
Absolutely. So Benny Medina, he was, you know, Mari was talking about him last week. Yeah. Um, he was in the background, but she looked amazing because I don't know if she knew wherever she was going to land that there was going to be fans. Of course. But there, I've never seen a picture of Jennifer that disappoints. Never. And and it's just like, and even if it does, I'm just like, hey, she's human. Yeah. We all got dark spots. We all got wrinkles. Yeah. Stop judging her so hard. Shit. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. No, pero regresando, Ruby, are you ready? I'm ready. Have a lot of questions. I'm actually, we're going to call this um, Love School with Shannon Colleary. Nice. She's a sex expert, relationship expert, and uh, it's going to be all about relationship talk. Coming up next on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl, Amber Rose, and when I'm not busy handling my business, I tune in to Risqué with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risqué with Roxy and Ruby. These are my kind of girls. Regresamos on Amber Rose present Risqué with Roxy and Ruby, y nos acompaña nuestra querida Shannon, and how do you say your last name? Colleary. 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 We're going to call this love school time. Oh, I love it. That's, oh that is what it is. It's love school from toxic love to real love. That's my program. So tell us about, about yourself. I mean, you gave us an amazing book that yes. I want to read already. And sure. actually, Ruby, just in case you didn't know, was looking for a book like this. Yes. Great, great. Well, it's um, it's called She Dated the Asshats But Married the Good Guy, How to Go from Toxic Love to Real Love in 12 Exercises. Um, I wrote the book because I did spend 10 years in two different long-term relationships with men that were ultimately critical um, lots of lying and a lot of infidelity. And and it was very painful, very excruciating. And I spent a lot of my time in those relationships trying to control these men by either, you know, being the best I could be in bed, you know, so they wouldn't look elsewhere, or trying to make what looked like a lovely home so they might feel that I would be good wife material. I was always auditioning for wife. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. And... And so what happened is I got myself into a recovery group for codependents because a lot of us that get attached to, and this goes for men as well, those of us that get attached to narcissists who have an inability to commit Hello. or be empathetic, a lot of us do have uh, codependency where our life revolves around that person. Mm. They're the sun and when it's dark and gloomy, we're dark and gloomy. Right. Yeah. Like when they're not good, we're not good. No, exactly. And and we often feel it's our fault if they're not good when frequently it's not. You know, I, I hear that a lot because um, I have a nonprofit organization where we work with a lot of women. Yes. And I hear that from a lot of women that are victims in yes. domestic violence Absolutely. relationships like, you know what? The, I Sometimes I felt like I deserve this. And yes. I'm like, Whoa. well, what happens is there's a process and it's a grooming process. It's not like you're going to date a guy and on the first date he's going to be unfaithful, critical and lie to you and treat you poorly. But over time, what happens is as you fall in love with this person, you become sexually connected to them. And sex is a very, very powerful thing. I think even more so for women than men, we start to become vulnerable to being very slowly having our self-esteem chipped away. And they make sure that we feel it's our fault so they don't have to take responsibility for their behavior. And so emotional dating abuse is just as painful sometimes as physical abuse. It, it's, it's, a, it's abuse uh, minus the hitting. But it's, a, it's the same cycle and the same behavior. And I think our homework is to get to know us better. Yes. Yeah, Because for sure. I'm mm -hmm. still getting to know myself, you know, and I yeah. wonder why do I date the same person? people right i always say to, to women that a lot of us will date the same man just in a different body why well i'll say this well, my last three boyfriends have all been scorpios well there you go <laughs> do they were they familiar did did the next one feel sort of familiar in you a know way? what they're all different oh, they but are. they're all scorpios but they're all very different like yes. no the homo homie is here and he he knew my ex-boyfriend <laughs> and he knows my current one and okay opposite yes or no erica yeah Like, oh, good. day and night. <laughs> okay. But they're both both Scorpios. Oh, that's interesting. Scorpios are amazing. Like, I've, for me, a cancer. I don't know what it is. But I'm a cancer, too. You're a cancer? This is why I like you. Cancer, wait, when we met, birthday? it was just... It was fire. I just wanted to hug you right Me away. Me too. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Wait, when's your birthday? June 27th. Mine's June 28th. Oh, my God. Oh, it was meant to be. 
Let's have a strawberry for that one. Okay. <laughs> cancers are such sweethearts, I think. Yeah. That's just me. Ruby agrees. I agree. <laughs> I like cancers. Okay. But you know what? I'm I'm thrown off because I mm. um the last guy I dated told me something that I just I just can't get over that. He, what? He was like Do we gotta kill somebody? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, just making sure. He was just uh he, he was he's he told me, um, you you like assholes. Oh. Oh, is that very... And was it because he was not an asshole? He is an asshole. Oh, he is. <laughs> he is. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's a person. she admits like, he's, it. he's the, you know, that person. And mm. he's like, you like assholes. Right. And I was like, you know, like, yeah. what? Like, what and is I that? do? Right. What? How? Here's the deal. Why? Here's, here's the thing. As a woman, when you go out dating, think about where you come from. Think from about... It. My Your dad family is my of dad origin. And I love my okay. dad. Okay, right. Okay, so my father very macho. Yes. Not emotional. Yes. Not really empathetic. No. He mm-hmm. was steady for me in terms of providing, but he was not accessible emotionally. I always felt I wanted his That's approval, and I never felt I had it. So you were talking about your dad? My dad. Oh my god. Oh my god. So when I started yeah. dating the men I dated, and I hate to categorize, but my first boyfriend was a USC football player, very macho. Very cut off from his emotions. Second one was a firefighter. I mean, we're talking the six pack. You see him come down the fire pole, and he, you're his. That's it. But they have groupies. And the other thing firefighters is they, have groupies. Oh, you don't know. It's oh, like the badge bunnies snap. for the cops. You can see why when you see him in the uniform. But really? a lot of the guys that are attracted to those jobs have an easy time compartmentalizing their lives. That's why they can work really well in traumatic circumstances because they can put it in a little compartment and put it away. It's very mm. difficult, though, sometimes to be involved with those types of men. You know what? Um, and I know I hate to sound like I'm generalizing, too, but mm. I've heard a lot of um, not positive stories about women that date law enforcement, yeah. like police officers. Yes. I've had I, I knew a, a, this one girl where she was actually involved in a physically abusive relationship with and and he would threaten her like. Call the cops. Right. They're on my side. I am a cop. And so yes. she felt very stuck in this relationship for many years because she couldn't mm-hmm. call the cops because he, yeah. she's like, he's like, they're not going to believe you. The truth like, is, I mean, I hate to vilify any one profession. I'm grateful for police officers when Me they too. keep us safe and firefighters, obviously. But what I would say um, is that, you know, as a woman, think about where you came from. And if it feels too familiar and you don't want to recreate your past, you might want to choose Go away from familiar. How do you like somebody that you don't like? Here's a funny thing, you know. <laughs> what, what do you mean by that, Ruby? Like, how do you like the old? Because you mean, how do you be attracted to yeah, someone? Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I think you give yourself chances to, to date something that may be unfamiliar to you. Right, Here's like the funny thing. that's you know, why they say step out of your comfort zone. Step out of your so my, whatever's familiar to you, I would say date maybe something opposite and give yourself that chance with an open mind. Here's the funny thing too: is have you noticed when you're really sexually attracted to a man yes. and you get involved, yes, and the sex is incredible, yeah, it's like holy shit, right? Yeah. But then if you're in that relationship for a very long time and it's not healthy, the sex suffers. Like my first boyfriend, okay was my first lover in college um and initially the sex was amazing but he began to criticize me as the relationship progressed i was 120 pounds at five foot seven and he was like that's a great weight he said you have cellulite i can even see it when we're having sex oh my god i'm not kidding he would squeeze my leg to show it to me because you had to squeeze to see it oh my god so what happened is he was making me feel I didn't deserve anything in the relationship, but he was getting all of his needs met, intimacy, oh, yeah. sexuality, right? So he made me feel that I was so unappealing. But that's because he was insecure. I, I agree. I agree. But I didn't know I was so exactly. young. And what happened is our sex life suffered. Because I was so self-conscious in bed, I couldn't relax. My husband... Because you're like, he's looking at my cellulite. I'm like, oh my God, what if he's looking at my cellulite? I can't... The lights have to be out. You should have seen... I mean, guys, I danced for In Excess at the VMAs. I was a suicide blonde. I mean, I was freaking hot. I had no idea because of my boyfriend. I mean, I'm not kidding. So, I say, my husband was a nice guy. Really nice guy. I mean, he was the kind of guy where his seatbelt wasn't working in his car. He made sure he buckled me in. Hmm. He was that oh. guy. He was the open the door guy. Oh my guy. God, I love good guys He was guys the guy where too. he wanted to pick me up from the airport when we'd been dating a month. That had never happened. He couldn't make it. He had a car accident. 
And I hear over the voice, the speaker, Shannon Cleary Bradley, you know, come to the V. And I'm like, oh, he's another jerk who doesn't really care about me. When I got home on the shuttle, he was waiting in my front yard with flowers. He just waited for his car to be towed to impound. Guys, I didn't have sex with him for two months because I'm like, I just don't know if I'm attracted to him. The sex keeps getting better and better after 16 years of marriage. Damn, damn. 16 years of marriage, guys. Okay, okay. So you you were not attracted to him? Not at first. I would get a little bit intimidated by how smart he is Mm because he's so smart. We're both writers and he's an amazing writer. And I was so intimidated by that. I had a little schoolgirl crush on him because he's about five years older and he was much further along in his career. So I was like, why do I get so nervous when I talk to him? So, yeah, there was an attraction there. There was. But when we went out physically on a date, it just felt weird. I mean, it was like, I don't know. It's not that type of guy that you were comfortable with. No. I mean, he was not six foot four. with a six pack, right? He's a little Irish guy and he's bald now and, you know, barely has any eyebrows. I love you, honey. I will tattoo the eyebrows on you. I love you so much. <laughs> like when he does his webinars, I put his makeup on for him. He's like, and he's an Irish man from New Jersey. He's like, you're not putting makeup on me. I'm like, dude, you need eyebrows. <laughs> I'm putting the eyebrows on. So no, at first, I mean, he just, he was just not an athlete, not a macho guy. But we have two daughters together. My older daughter, Rowan, is 14, almost 15. I said, are you going to tell me when you have a first kiss? She's like, I don't know, Mom. All I know is it has to be with someone who really cares about me. (gasps) I went in and I hugged my husband. I said, good job. You know what I've I've been I've been uh, noticing about myself that my dad will ha- he's very com- prominent. How do you say when you, when he enters a room like you can feel? Oh, tiene presencia. Uh, he has presence yeah, when he walks into a room. Like you know, he was mm. powerful. Charisma. There. Yeah, he was like I just felt like nobody when I growing up I just felt like nobody could touch me. You know, like because mm. he, he made was, you feel protected. Yeah, because he's such a, like you know he had a lot of influence mm. over there, but he was always cheating on my mom. Mm. You know, like he had like this. So when I date a guy, like I only date very, and not because I want to be supported. Like I never take trips or gifts or anything. Mm-hmm. I, they're just very, very powerful men, mm. you know. But they're they. It's not that they treat me bad or that they t- tell me bad um, criticize like, you. Mm-hmm. They just don't commit. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if and that's a pattern that I've you mm-hmm. know I've mm-hmm. never that had we got a boyfriend. break. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never had a boyfriend like a serious. My yeah. parents do not know. My For one thing, you have post-traumatic stress from your childhood and your father being unfaithful. Because what that dynamic, even if you didn't know consciously, you felt the energy in the home. Are your parents still married? Yeah, they almost okay. got divorced three years ago. Because oh. he, I mean, he's 60. He has a, yeah, I mean, he, it sounds like he again. has a love and sex addiction. I mean, so that's very difficult. I'm sure if he could get rid of it, he probably would. I mean, I'm sure he knows it's causing problems in his life. But the thing is, you have that in your your being yeah and it's going to make you nervous about commitment sometimes i feel like we date non-committal men because we're afraid to commit ourselves my mom was married four times before i was 13 my dad was the first one Uh, all of them cheated except well they all cheated on her and um, she couldn't take care of me after the age of 10 so for me the idea of marriage and commitment was scary on a level that was unconscious. Mm-hmm. So I always dated men that were either running as fast as they could away from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Or men that I could kind of be an asshole to. I mean, I was not so great to a couple guys. So I was on either side of the coin. For me, I had to get into recovery to work out my childhood issues. And there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. You know what I mean? Like, no. seriously. Like me, I, I date men that commit to me. And I'm the one that's like, damn, I don't know if I want to commit. Mm-hmm. Because I was just actually just having this conversation with somebody. Like, I am a free spirit. Mm-hmm. I love being a free spirit. Yes. And and as much as a free-spirited person as I am, I love relationships. Mm-hmm. And I always yeah. attract, you know, great dudes, whether they're all different or not. But I got to say, my last three relationships were quality men, you know? But it's always me. Like, mm, do I want to commit? Do I want to be single? Do I want to get married? Do I want to have a pregnant? Like, it's always me questioning myself right and you know here's the reality we're not right <laughs> we're not all meant to get married and have kids you know but so i want I but want you want though. to and you want to okay so you have to work it out you ha- I, I think you have to do some goal setting and visualization i always recommend to clients write down the top 10 things you want in a romantic partner not and i'm not talking about his job i'm not talking about how he looks i'm not what are the values 
that you have that you want your partner to have. For me, in my 20s, late 20s, early 30s, I didn't want to get married. My mom had done it four times. I didn't feel that I wanted to have children. It wasn't until I was like 32 that I was like, well, the clock is starting to tick. And I felt like, I think I want this. I think I want this. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting there for sure. I yeah. definitely feel like I'm moving towards that phase of like, mm. yeah, I, mm-hmm. I want this. And I am I know my thoughts and my actions are so powerful that I, I will have that and I'm going to create that. It's mm-hmm. just up to me. One thing yeah. I say to you, who's a free spirit, marriage is a verb. You choose to do it every day. And you do it one day at a time. I didn't know I could be monogamous for 16 years i do it one day at a time and yeah, that's a great tip happening it's yeah. happening here you one are one day six, at a time well, no here i am like because i was like this is the last man what that's my thoughts too like what i, I don't I see i don't mind that well I'm, good you got a jump start I, I, on the I two of us I, no i see i'm i'm a realist yeah. i mean when it comes to that too you know what yeah. i mean like it's we were just having this conversation with this comedian that was on our show about about you know humans are the only animals that in that are expected to be right. with and and some people could do it very easily and other people it's kind of like it's a concept that it's like, that just doesn't mm. mean, it's like every day saying, listen, Shannon, every day all you have to eat is sushi for the rest of your life. <laughs> so how many of us love to go out and say, hey, baby, where are we going to go eat tonight? Okay, I'm going to, uh, when we get back. Yaki, there's there's Italian, there's this, or, and you're like, so many choices, I don't even know. But the choices and the freedom of the choices feel good. Yes, I'm going to give you a tip when we come back. I'm going to tell you what we do to keep it spicy. Oh my! And and we want to talk about um, we want to talk about your three books that you've written. Oh sure, sure. And um, how to break cycles in a relationship? Yeah. Because I oh, think a lot is. of people get yeah. real stuck. Yes, in relationships. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh! This is just <laughs> the beginning, you guys. We're coming right back on Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play it. Yo, hola, yo soy Juan Rivera, and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Let's get it. Woo, we are back, you guys, on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby, and relationship talk never gets old. No. I mean, I think, I think that we could talk about relationships probably for a whole day with the but and anybody walking on this planet has some type of relationship situation going on whether it's with an ex a current love they're in love they're being pursued they're getting divorced husbands wives yeah exactly loyal cheater so you have actually authored three books right um the one you just gifted us today she dated the hashtag asshats but married the good guy had to go from toxic love to real love in 12 exercises another one called smash crash and burn Mm -hmm. what is that about from the edge of celebrity well in my 20s i was an actor and um, mostly a waitress, but also an actress. And uh, that's just about what it was like, uh, you know, being a struggling actress in the late 80s, early 90s. It's a bit of a kiss and tell. I mean, I dated, well, I did date Brandon Lee for a year, you know, Bruce Lee's Bruce son. Lee's son? I did, yeah. And um, I knew that if I was writing this book, I needed to write about that relationship. But I wanted to make sure that it was respectful, given the fact that he passed away on the set of The Crow. Hold on, um, did you ever meet Bruce Lee? No, his father was died he, when he, he was passed nine. Away, right? He That's was what quite I thought. young. Yeah, when his father died. Um, By the way, Bruce Lee is my dad's hero. Yeah, well, we watched a lot of every single Bruce Lee movie growing up. Really, right. my dad yes. would make us because Bruce Lee had a lot of amazing mm-hmm. philosophies when yes. it comes to martial arts and karate and self control and yes. all that. And it translated into how to live your life. I mean, oh my he was gosh, an amazing man. Yeah, and it's a good hero was, to have. Yeah, his son was following his footsteps definitely. So, um, so anyway, that's just that's not really having to do with my business today, but but it is a, a, sort of a memoir of that time of my life. Then I wrote Married Sex Fact and Fiction um, because I write a blog along with having my relationship website, and I write frequently about married sex because I find it interesting. We were just talking about, you know, marriage is a verb and how do you keep it spicy, and the fact is sex... This is the first time I hear that, marriage is a verb. Like, you're the I, I first... Just, I made it up. But, but it's true. But I thought, I really think about it that way. Because, you know, you, you can get, put that on autopilot and find out that you've gone two totally se- separate directions if you have... Especially when you have kids. You know what? One of um, the girls that listens to our podcast sent me this um, question because she says that ever since she had two babies, she lost her self-esteem mm-hmm. and libido. 
Mm. Mm, the mm. libido went libido, down. Libido went down. So sex is not the same. Also, the routine of having to take care of the kids and the home guests, and she's excited. See, she's exhausted. So that happens to a lot of my. Uh, cousins yes, yes. <laughs> or family members that yes. I just they don't tell me but I see them that they just become this like they're old ladies yeah, yeah they're just old ladies you know like, why do you think I'm always happy man sex is amazing <laughs> yeah but uh. how you, I mean you have kids obviously your body yeah. doesn't look the same I no. guess right no well here's what happens guys I, and I think it depends on the spouse that you have I think that it's unrealistic to, to put those high expectations on yourself during that time. I think you have to know it's not going to be forever. I mean, unless you're on that 19 kids and counting show, right? You're not going to yeah. be having 19 children. So I think that we as women have to give ourselves a break. Um, I mean, after I gave birth to two children... Um, I did get my body back, but it took well, it took time, and and the fact is you're serving someone else's needs, and so it's very hard to then have a husband who has needs. The other thing is when you have infants, you're constantly being touched. I nursed my kids, so it was like, dude, do not come near these breasts. You want like, you want some uh, you know, lechita? Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> like, don't your touch them. Your yeah, I was like, just don't touch them right now. I mean, they're, they're being sucked on constantly. I can't, you know, it's too weird. But I think oh my God, but it's a different type of suction, no? Well, let's hope. Let, yeah, but we can still. only hope. We can only hope. But here's the funny thing. Um, you can, you, first of all, women, ladies, you have babies. Your stomach's hanging down. Your boobs are flopping around. Th- thank yourself for being an incredible person who's made a, a body, two bodies that have come out of your body. And like, you know what, what a miracle. She, she actually added that um, recently she went into her, uh, his laptop Uh-oh. and he found a lot of porn uh, yeah, 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 yeah. sites that he's right. been visiting. So, and that made her feel more insecure. What do you right. think guys do that? Well, well, because he's not getting it from his girl. Okay, that's common sense. <laughs> the, 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 look, he's not getting it from a site well, either. You know, hold on. There's, there's, and I know we're going to get your opinion sure. on this too, Shannon, but there's, there's a lot of women that and people that are very old school like oh my god if he looks at porn it's a sin and oh mm-hmm. like porn is porn you guys it's two people having sex and yes there's some people that are porn addicts but if if you catch a man looking at porn like what the who cares like he's not fucking the tv yeah she, you know what i mean that's her question like is mm. this something she should be worried about and um he also tells her to lose weight constantly right well I that mean, guy i'm gonna do uh, i'm gonna basically get the address i'm gonna go there and just smack him around a little bit yeah um because she's taking care of his babies um so here's the thing uh, you know okay mom dad i hope you know i watch porn okay i do my husband does we like do together, together we do separately i might Me too i might forget to do it for a few months and not even think about it and then another time i'm like yeah i'm really out of touch with my body i haven't you know really been paying attention to this and for me it's fine i don't like stuff that's abusive to women but i like certain other kinds and i don't worry about my husband doing it because we have a really good connection yeah we love each other and we have sex so i think for her she feels insecure because he's criticizing her right yeah. this is someone who's criticizing a woman when she's very vulnerable you have a baby they put it in your arms and you think oh my god if anything happens to this child i'll want to die you're so vulnerable you're as a new mom i swear i'm going to create a conference for men on how to freaking yeah like, you know example, what um, he should be feeding her he should be feeding her and saying hey you know what baby why don't you and i put our jogging clothes yes. on together and right. we go both he- i'm gonna help i'm gonna encourage you to work out this baby fat yes. but you're gonna sit there and criticize your girl <laughs> like i could go in on men right now too but I remember one time, and I'm not even justifying this at all, but when my sister's ex-husband cheated on her, my dad, she was 300 pounds. Okay. She had let herself go. She had a serious, yeah. you know, emotional connection to food, which a lot of people do, yes, right? right. And, and my dad was, my dad is super real. Like, mm-hmm. I, my parents are very realistic, and they, you know, my mom was born here, my dad came here at 21, so he's very Americanized too, you know? And he's like, you know what? I mean, I'm not saying what your husband did is right, but... How was he supposed to be attracted to a 300 right, pound woman right, like you? Right. Like, I, I, I hear you. Yeah. But, right. I mean, I don't think you there's have, a you bad answer. You know, I mean, my husband went through a phase where he put on weight and I found that I wasn't as attracted to him. And so. Is it healthy to tell your partner or there's I ways? Told, I, what I said to him was, I said, sweetie, I miss having a physical connection. I don't feel attracted to you when you're at this weight. And, and he's like, okay. 
bam, it's gone because mm. he wants to be lovers. Yeah. I, I, and I, I'm not cruel about it. I, and I, I never said, oh, I'm looking around. I need someone else. No, it's like, honey, I really miss being connected to you in that way. And when you're like that, when you're, I, and I like to say it like when you're not taking care of yourself. But sometimes, like we as, you know, women yes. and sensitive, Take it in a different of course, way. and he's so a pretty ways. confident guy. So you know, a lot of guys would have been like, "Wow, that really hurt my feelings." But yeah, I think it. It he he knew that it was coming from a pay, place of love and a desire to connect. So he knew that I was just saying, "Hey, I'm you know, I want this to happen, and I think we need to do something together, you know, about it." And yeah. and I want you to be healthier. Do I need to give you more time? Should I cook? Should I, you know? Yeah, it's different than someone saying. You're too fat. I don't want to have sex with you. You know yeah. what? If Some, you say it with love, I think anything will be taken right. It's like, that. You know, yeah. Like Ruby. Like you know what? If you know if I were to be like, hey Ruby, like I love you, girl, but your hair. You know, I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Roxana. No, but you you know me. No, there's just ways to tell me. Like you know yeah. the hair color that you had uh, last month. I love that color. I think that goes with mm-hmm. you better. Yeah. Exa- something like you know the person that yeah. you're living with, and you know the tone. You know what? Behind it, I find that when I feel that a guy is not attracted to me the way mm-hmm. I want to because I love when guys are very attracted to me like that just turns me on yeah when I feel like he's not attracted to me anymore I stop being attracted to that guy right that is, makes sense is it, does but, it yeah it does but one thing I want to say about marriage it's important is that sometimes you have difficult conversations I know and and because this is a lifelong commitment I mean if you're really in it Right. You have to be willing to say the things that need to be said. I mean, there have been times where he said to me, you know, I think you're you're so stressed out about work that it's impacting me. What can we do about it? Um, So there's ways to talk. There are. And sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. But if you don't say what's bothering you, it's going to just grow. What if you stop being attracted to your husband that he just like is not aging well or something? Well, here's the funny thing. Okay, so we did something. We'd been married. 12 years, I think, at the time. And Shannon, it sounds like you have a spicy marriage, girl. Well, no, no. No, no. Like you, like you, no, no. Bam, bam. no, no. It ebbs and flows. <laughs> no, I mean, no. You know what? You're the kind of coach, you're the kind of relationship <laughs> expert that I would want to go see if my, rela- if my when I get married, if it were to ever get a little stale, right. I would be like, just just because energy doesn't lie. I tell you. Well, uh, no, it ebbs and flows. Spicy. Well, it ebbs and flows. There are times where neither of us are interested. We're exhausted. You're like, we, dude, don't touch you know, me. we got teenage daughters. We got we to gotta keep an eye on, keep off the stripper pole, right? No, no offense. All right. Where's Amber? Okay. But, right? Oh, geez. All right. No, so, no, no. But still, you know, you got to right? keep your eye on yeah. young girls. So anyway, he came home from soccer practice one night and there was a note. The babysitter was there with a note and it said to meet your wife at the Avalon Hotel in the lobby. You don't know each other. And he's like, oh, man, I'm too tired. I don't want to do that role play. What? We'd never done it. Well, I was dressed. I looked very hot. I mean, busboys were falling into my cleavage. You, you know, I mean, what? it was just, yes, the heels, this. He walked in. He's like, oh, she's really making an effort. All right. We had the most hilarious first date of our lives at 12 years in where he was raised on the East Coast by the first blimp pilot. And he, I'm like, oh, that must have been so fun. He's like, well, he did have a blimp girl in every blimp port. And, you know, like, I, well, he had me laughing. You're an actress. I guess. We ended up having sex in the minivan at midnight on Beverly Drive. <laughs> oh, my. And okay. got and, and a cop puts the mag light in the back. And he's like, oh, yeah, they need a bike guard and hair plugs. We, oh we don't have to God. arrest them. I you love know, cops right? that don't right? hate on that. Have you ever been caught in the car doing it? <laughs> Thank God. No, I have. No. One time in Long Beach, man. Long Beach PD One of your was, producers has. Man, he's he, over there nodding. I was like, ah. Like, literally, did you get arrested? No, like the <laughs> cops were co- walking up to the car with the light, and I was like, I, like, like don't come. Like I, I was just like, don't no. come, I'm coming. And finger in the air, finger in the window. No, I wasn't there yet. I wasn't climaxing, but I was like, this is gonna be really embarrassing if they like, you know, I had just gone off the radio at that time. I was like, no. Um, you but, can do stuff with your husband like that because you know them well enough. You know they're not gonna make fun of you or laugh at you or shame you. You know that there's such goodwill in the in the relationship. And that night was like the best sex I've ever had. Damn. Really? Why? Yes. I don't know. It was, it was a minivan girl. Kind of exciting. Yeah. I think for me, I really believe sexuality is between the ears, not the legs. That's what I think. Ears? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you got brain. Like explain oh, that. The brain. Explain the brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I I agree. Especially the older I get, the more I'm like, back when you're younger, you're just like, oh, I guess it's more. But now it's more. Um, 
Yeah, like I just—it's deeper. It's mm-hmm. deeper. It definitely deeper. Yeah. So it I goes think deeper. So so we're gonna wrap this segment up because the, we're, I know. we're gonna take. Um, we got a lot of people writing to us on the yes. emails. Oh, thank different, you. Guys. Yeah, a different questions they have. But um, how do you break? Just real quickly, mm. if you can, right? Mm. But how do you? There's a lot of relationships right now that are in certain cycles, right? right? And routines. Mm-hmm. How do you? How do you break? A routine in a relationship or break a cycle that's like one of the concepts in 12-step recovery which i'm a huge advocate for i would say me too get yourself into recovery and do it every day they have this thing called 90 and 90 where you do 90 meetings in 90 days and now they have phone meetings it is we have love addiction when we're in a cycle of, of emotional or physical abuse we usually our partner's a sex addict or addicted to maybe alcohol drugs whatever and we are addicted to to that person and it becomes we call it the dance of death and Ugh. it's extremely painful so you get yourself into Al-Anon or CODA or one of those programs. I went to Al-Anon for like 10 years it's such so a I'm good all about program. That program it's all a good program but I would also say contrary action is a wonderful thing to think about which is what do I normally do in a crisis situation with this person and do the opposite and we can talk more about it if you want to later but it's oh very powerful you need technique. to come back so practice yeah. opposite contrary behavior action, right? contrary action right so if powerful. you're attracted if you've been attracting the same kind of guy you have to start going out on dates with guys that don't remind you of the normal guys that you go out on dates but with Adam, I'm not attracted to them so how does she make yet. herself do opposite be <laughs> yet oh Shannon's gonna lay down the law for you Ruby <laughs> So okay, yes. So I don't know how to be in a relationship. How do you go from zero to hundred? Zero you know to one hundred, real th- quick. This is you guys are. Well, I, I, we can talk about it more later. But in in a way, it's great that you guys have these dating apps now. I mean, I know it seems like it's too much information, but what's nice is you can do some speed dates. And what you're looking for is somebody that you, when you talk to them, you feel a an intellectual connection sense of humor connection and a sense of the same values and then you can spend time with that person without it being romantic and see how it evolves yeah you know what those dating services you know why they work because you go on there I've never been on one but I have friends that have got married off of apps you go yeah. on there oh, and Lord. it pretty Imagine much my picture on the app no it will put a picture of la chilindrina so they can be like this I'm gonna put a picture real. of my ass they're not attracted to me because I'm hot they're attracted to me because of my personality but seriously this is what the yeah. dating apps do they filter the bullshit like you say this is me and so it'll only send those type of people to your profile and the more transparent you are with who you are and what you're looking for the better before I dated my husband I said look I'm I don't know that you're the man for me but I am interested in getting married and having children we'd known each other for two years as acquaintances so I didn't feel that was out of line on the first conversation I said if that's not something that you want in your life at all you know then yeah we should just be acquaintances and then he said, I'll pick you up Saturday. Well, you say he's like, eh, se you, that didn't scare him off. I mean, a lot of guys that would have scared off. Right. You say you waited Not two months to have sex with them. Yeah. Do you think that that counts too? like waiting? Yeah. I do. Because I feel like, um, well, I was telling you, Ruby, or not Ruby, Roxy. but Roxy, um, <laughs> that, you know, my right vagina here. could walk into a bar and pick the guy that just got out of Rikers, you know, prison, because that's what I was attracted to. And and I'm like, I kind of had to, like, when my vagina was like, that guy, that guy, I'm like, I don't trust you anymore. We've been doing this for a long time, and you don't have good taste. So, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, so you have to, you have to not let your How sex or, organs choose your partner. I would say, give it six or seven dates. Oh, okay. Right? No, just I go, give it a year. Say, but... say, <laughs> go somewhere public where you can't have sex. I was not good at not having sex yeah, right we away. We cannot put ourselves in you know, don't say sneaky oh, go, situations he, because Yeah, when then, he's like coming on cook dinner for you at my house, that that means is come over so we can have sex. I mean that's what it what it means. So you just say no let's Really? Meet. I mean I've had I mean I've gone over just for dinner. Yeah, because I don't give it up, but they want to. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. I mean if I had one guy oh, no, that's another story. Oh. <laughs> No, no, okay, no, coming no. back, we we are going to get into a few of these questions that are coming in because la cosa se está poniendo buenísima. Um, it's Amber Rose Presents Risqué with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Two Bad Bitches, Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Turn up. Oh, man, this has been such a great show. Welcome back, you guys, to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. And so if you're just tuning in, if you're like, oh, my God, what's that lady's name again? Shannon Colary. And what is, like, your your exact title? 
Oh, I call myself a compassionate recovery road warrior for women in toxic relationships so they can invite real love. Oh, my God. Right? Real genuine love. So real love is the guy that's there when you have the baby in your arms and hemorrhoids. You know, he's... Hemorrhoids, oh, right? He's the guy that no when you have the action. flu, he makes you soup. <laughs> or he's, he's the, the guy, guy that takes you flowers to the airport. Right. Well, it's not a Saturday night every night of our lives, is it? No, right? it's not. We have real things that happen to us, and you want the guy that's there when to, when the rubber meets the road. That yeah. is true, you know? That's yeah, the guy. That you, and you need to be there for that guy, too. Absolutely. Like, right. it really has to become a partnership. You know, I'm that girl yeah. that, as crazy as I am, I do believe in true love. I believe in a love yeah. story. Yeah. And I, I th- you know, I don't get stuck on fairy tales, mm-hmm. although although a part of me does right. want to live in a fairy tale land. Mm. And, you know, I you got to be careful. Does. Love at first sight is a dangerous concept. But I also see these love stories like Celia Cruz and Pedro mm-hmm. Knight and these mm-hmm. people that it's like, they went through some shit. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it wasn't easy, but they were life partners and they had amazing um, memories together and ups and downs and Mm -hmm. oh man. And I believe that. Every love story that's strong and solid has ups and downs so like you that. don't believe in love in first sight um i think you have to watch it because i think that's really um sexual attraction at first sight and i think what happens to some of us uh we b- mistake sex for love <gasps> that's why you need to wait yeah because for me i thought if a guy found me uh, you know there was this gorgeous actor that i knew from a show and i was so uh, you was know, he famous he was, well he used to be he's really Old now. Old now, like me. <laughs> She's not old. Falling apart. But, Shannon, you, know, you are I mean, not old. You are well, gorgeous. Thank you. Gorgeous. Anyway, he sent me one of those drinks across the bar and the, the repartee and the this and the that. And it was so awesome. And he was hot. And it was, ah. Uh, and like, on, so on the second date, you know, come on over. Let's get this party rolling, right? And he was even like, I'm going to cut out all other strings that are attached. And I just want to see on you. the first and date? I'm going to shake. Second date. Second date. So I'm going to shake you up into instant girlfriend. One week later, he's like, yeah, I can't come over. I have a visitor from out of town which was probably a woman, I'm sure, right? Then the next week, he's like, I'm in the neighborhood. Basically, can I pop by for a quickie, right? And it was one of those things where he would never make plans with me. It was always, I'm in the neighborhood to stop by. And the sex was like incredible. And I mistook the sexual connection for a love connection. Oh. And for him, it was not. How do you How do you see that? How do you what happens it? is you there are it. many, many signs, right? Watch out for Mr. Need for Speed. That's the guy that wants to bump you like a bump of cocaine, right? Mm-hmm. Shake you up in an instant girlfriend. He's hoping you're going to maybe save him from his dogginess. Like, he's like, okay, I don't want to be a dog my whole life. I'm saving you from nothing. You know, I have to find the perfect woman I'm going to fall in love with and I won't want another woman. No, that guy's trouble. Then you've got Mr. KGB agent. That's the guy. Don't look at my phone. Don't touch my computer. What are you doing over there at my desk? I mean, he's like, he's got a lot of secrets. Uh Right? And if you find them out, he may have to kill you. So watch Uh for that. Mr. Mopes a lot that will never come see your family and friends. Like, I don't want to go. I'm too tired. I'm too. And then he finally does go and he won't talk talk to anybody it's like the black hole of calcutta have you ever had that no oh man that would be a super super red flag for me because my family is active and we have a lot of parties and Mm -hmm. we love to dance salsa and if you don't come over and you try to be a prude i'll be like i wouldn't like to bring any just anybody though well that's because you are it sounds like you're you know you are sort of wait taking your time you're not rushing or jumping in so for you it may you may have to ask yourself what am I afraid of? What am I avoiding? Yeah, I think, right. And I think it may have something to do with what you told me about your parents' relationship. Yeah. Because infidelity is so excruciating. I've, I've experienced it. Um, it. It makes you want to die. I mean, you feel so awful. And But your parents, you got to remember this. Your parents' relationship has nothing to do with you. That was their relationship. That was their choices. That doesn't mean you're going to attract that. If you don't yeah, want to, but you have to work on, but you got to work through on it. that energy, whatever that energy is, because I definitely was attracting people that were similar to what my parents, what had. you saw. I had to sort of knock everything down and build a new foundation. That's why I always recommend any kind of recovery group is great for that. Oh God, I need to go. And you yeah, know what? I'll my, take you. my brother asked me uh, this question. My older brother, he's like, he broke all the chains like he's Great. the best husband wow. in the world and that was, could be you ruby i, know. I have hope <laughs> that's there the only hope. reason why there's i think hope. there's hope because there of my is. brother so he asked me i was like you know what i'm ready to have a boyfriend and he's like okay what do you have to offer and i was like what do you mean and he's like yeah i mean you want this you want that but what are you bringing into a relationship and that was a question that i did not know how to answer i was like well i don't me 
you know? I can look at you right now and I can see that you have a lot to offer. I can see it in the way that you treat your friend, which is I think you're loving. I think you're loyal. I think you're kind. I think you're generous. And I think, and the beautiful part is just something, you have plenty to offer. Plenty to offer. And don't ever doubt that, girl. Don't ever (laughs) doubt that. You know what I say for my girls that have really low self-esteem? I say find the people in your life that support you, that love you, you have a very clean relationship with. Have them send you three adjectives that positively describe you. I'll give you three adjectives that positively describe you, Ruby. Ruby is, um, you like to share you're very unselfish, uh-huh. right? Generous. Generous. You're generous. Um, you're hardworking. Mm-hmm. Is that an adjective? I love it. I just yes. create that shit. No, right that, that's, that's hardworking. That's two words. No. <laughs> and then, and you, you just have, you have a lot of uh, grace about you. Mm. You're very wow. gracious. Aww. So you have plenty. And you got, and one more, you got to have a f- friend like Roxy. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I raise my girls up. Yeah, I that do. Is true. Like I, Ruby has yeah. so much to offer. Yeah, like mm. a lot. <laughs> I'm getting my period tomorrow. <laughs> oh, the emotions are running high. So check um, it out. So this guy named Alex, he wrote, he wrote into us. He said, "Hey, Roxy, my name is Alex. I'm not gonna say his last name." He says, "My question is, do you think that it's fair for my wife?" to question me or say why I work so late at times. I work in the car business, but to me it seems like she's maybe thinking I'm cheating on her, but I'm not. Can you give me some advice? Sure. Um, yeah, she's she's afraid that he's somehow being unfaithful. And my advice would be for him to go to her and say, you know, you seem you seem nervous that maybe I'm not being true to you. And she might deny it. She might say, no, that's not it. Because it's embarrassing. It's a little embarrassing to, to admit that, right? Mm-hmm. So I suggest he have her come in sh- to work one night and hang out with him and see what he does when he's there late. And That's so a she, good one. Right? So she can know what it looks like there, you know, in, in his life and who's there and what, what interactions are occurring. And, you know, she could be insecure because of, you know issues in the past but you know i have a family member whose husband was was unfaithful in their 26 year marriage just one time they saved their marriage but part of it was he had to be fully transparent which means you don't go in any out of the room when you're on the cell phone you don't put your cell phone somewhere she can't see it if you're going to be late you're going to call her you're going to tell her right where she is and he loves her so much and was so wanting to save the marriage from his mistake that he did everything she needed for as long as she needed Ooh. trust is not given it's it's earned, it's earned. absolutely so i say to him hey Make your wife feel important. Bring Make, her invite her and inv- get her up in the mix. Yep. She might like it and might want to be there all the time Who with knows? you. You know what I mean? Or mm. give her some money for her nails, you know, yeah. a pedicure. Make That's her feel true. cherished. Yeah, go get pedicures together. Like yeah. little, I think women like um, thoughtful. Like me, I'm the kind of girl that I love thoughtful, small mm. things. Yeah. I used to have an ex-boyfriend that he would go to 7-Eleven and get me like little, they had like little uh, rose bouquets. And I was like, where did you get this? He's like, 7-Eleven. I didn't want to tell you my source, but I'm like, so now I know if a guy brings me a small little bouquet of roses, I'm like, you went to 7-Eleven, but it's okay. He was thinking you could have brought me a Diet Dr. Pepper while you were at it. (laughs) Okay, here goes another question. Uh, We're going to keep this anonymous. Um, How do I tell a guy that I love him and when, how long into the relationship is there a too soon rule to tell somebody that you love them? You know what's so funny is I kind of blew it and I told my husband I loved him first and I told him because I was feeling really insecure in the relationship and it just came out. I was like, I love you. And he's like, oh, like, wow. You know, and I said, you love me too, right? And he goes, not yet, but you can come over if you want to, right? So I have no perfect answer. So was that it's via still, text or what? No, on the phone. Oh, don't tell them for the first time on text. Don't tell them the first time after you're having an orgasm with them. Don't do that. Why? Okay, That's because when you love them the I most. I know, but okay. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I Look, there's, I there's, love a, you. there's a thing. There's no, <laughs> I don't think there's a hard and fast rule. I, I sort of feel like if you feel it, say it. And then you can see from their response. What if they don't say it back? Well, it's okay. You're not yeah, You're not, okay. You're not. not saying it to get something in return. Exactly. Like if you're going to say it. It's like a it, gift. Yes. It's like a if gift. you're going to say it, it it's is. because you're feeling it at that yeah. moment. I've never questioned, Mm-mm. I've never questioned myself on when I say I love you to somebody. Um, um, what I have questioned is like, oh my God, can I love like three people at the same time? God damn. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I always say too is don't do anything unless it's for fun and for free. And what I mean by that is there's no agenda. They don't have to return the favor, whatever it may be. You're just giving it because you feel like you love them and you want them to know. 
for fun and for free. If it's not for fun and for free, don't say it. Yeah. It's like when a guy goes down on you and expects you to <laughs> return the favor. If I don't want to, just don't expect it. I'll do it because I want to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> She's like, for fun and for free. Man, we, we just went from, from okay, wait, I love you to blowjobs. Okay, I, I'm, I just have to. Okay, Aren't they linked you together? Know? Yeah, I mean, okay, this is when I say marriage. You have, I had lockjaw for a while, so that stuff wasn't happening. My husband, you know, he hung in there. Till the lockjaw was over. Why did you have lockjaw? Some dental work. What is that? There was some dental work. I couldn't open my mouth. Oh, you couldn't couldn't open my mouth. There were no blowjobs. I mean, maybe to a little tiny Ken doll, but no, I couldn't. (laughs) So you're a hand master. Well, (laughs) I think I have a lot of mastery. At my age, I have a lot of mastery in many arenas. Oh my gosh. Shannon, you are a blast. Where can people find you on social media? Oh, um, just go to shannoncoleary.com. That's my website. It's C O L L E A R Y. And um, I'm actually having a webinar that's coming up May 1st. It's free. And it's called You Love Men Who Flake, Criticize, Lie, and Cheat. Three Strategies to Break the Cycle and Invite Real Love. So if you go to my site, you can opt in. You can reserve a seat. I think I've got 30 seats left. Okay, perfect. And you have a blog called The Woman Formerly Formerly Known known as Beautiful. Beautiful. That's just my creative writing. But there's a lot of good married sex uh, stories on there because I interviewed 14 couples on their married sex life. And it's fascinating oh i yeah. love it well you have amazing energy about thank you, you. So i love being here happy you joined us we Great. learned so much I, I love the transparent conversation that we had yes. among us three you yes. know what yes. i mean yes. and thank you for for really giving me that hope of like when you get married it doesn't have to be boring no it, it does is, not but marriage is a verb yes and you take it one there day will at be time. boring days i don't think you'll ever get bored miss <laughs> rock i, I know so just marry gonna keep it i'm be like let's go have sex on a swing backwards like monkeys <laughs> why not let's figure it out honey okay <laughs> oh man we'll see you guys next week okay love you shannon thank love you, you ruby love you mama uh thank This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.